Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello, everybody. This is Jeremy Evans, your host of Believe in Sports Law. Today is Monday, December 2nd, 2019. And our topic for today is the California Consumer Privacy Act, which goes into effect on January 1st, 2020. And this was a law that was enacted back in 2018. But this is something that is going to affect the entire entertainment media and sports industry and really any company that meets the uh, threshold of the law. And, and we'll get into that a little bit. So again, thanks for listening today, folks. And uh, we'll go through uh, this topic uh, for the next 15 minutes or so. So the real issue sort of here is what happens when data becomes you, meaning that, you know, ultimately uh, when it's a situation where data becomes so important that, you know, it's already traded as a commodity, you know, in the sense that, you know, people buy it, they sell it, they use it. Uh, and of course, data in itself is not all bad, but and, and, and frankly can be helpful, but I think uh, data about you, your email, your address, your preferences, you know, that sort of thing. You know, what types of shows do you watch on Netflix? Uh, what do you order on Amazon? You know, you ever notice that as you're, you know, you Google something and the next thing you know, you see an ad pop up that's, you know, directly applicable to you. Or even recently when Apple Plus was launched by Apple and anybody who had an Apple phone got a little notification like you would a calendar update or whatever it might be. And it said, you know, something on the lines of note, you know, notice that, you know, you can download Apple plus now and, you know, you can add this, you know, it's already as an app or whatever it is on your phone. So it's, it's, it's a very interesting time that we're living in. And, you know, ultimately the law as typical as the way that it usually works has had to spend some time catching up. And so today's topic is on, again, uh, the California Consumer Privacy Act, or CCPA. And uh, we'll get into some of the thresholds of that and what it means for you as a consumer and what it means for the entertainment and media sports industries in general. So when we're looking at this, now we know that data is utilized uh, across many industries, and and it's something that you know, in all honesty, it, if you're a successful company, you're going to use some sort of data analytics. You know, this is obviously prevalent in sports, specifically in baseball, and starting to be sort of more prevalent in other um, in other sports. And of course, the entertainment industry has picked up on this, specifically the streamers and the online sort of based companies. So, uh, you know, it's it's one of these things where. You know, data is out there. It's utilized, and 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 frankly, it's it's uh, it's something that you know, data in itself can be worth a lot of money, especially if utilized correctly to determine, you know, what a customer wants and what she, you know, what should that person use, or you know, this sort of thing. A lot of these, um, you know, suggested ads or targeted ads or whatever you might call it. It's just been going on for a while. Now, of course, California has kind of taken the lead here. Uh, more recently with some particular pieces of legislation. The first, which we talked about previously, was the student athletes receiving the ability to profit off their name, in, image, and likeness. And of course, the NCAA and several other states followed suit You know, once that, that law was uh, enacted and assigned 
or you know passed by the legislature and signed by the governor. So now we have this California Consumer Privacy Act, uh, which goes into effect, and this is, I believe, one of the first states to do this. Now there is the uh, European law uh, that's been sort of highly touted. It's uh, and sort of you know on on both sides of the spectrum. You know, one sort of saying that it's uh, not the greatest thing and it hurts companies, and the other side, you know, that it helps consumers. But so this is so California is really the first state in the union that I know of that's done this, and it'll be interesting to see how this plays out because, uh, you know, how it affects costs and um, operational cost, litigation costs for companies as they're doing this and as they're collecting data, and how this law will affect them. So, and again, uh, you know, as the old saying goes, is California goes, so goes the nation. So, I think we're going to start seeing some of this now. There's also a European law, and it may be a part of that GDPR law uh, that's over there uh, in the European Union, and that's that this idea that platforms can be liable. So this is a totally different topic, but just sort of an interesting thing of where things might be going. Is so normally if you know somebody posts a video on YouTube or whatever, uh, the platform is not liable. The person who posts it can be liable for copyright infringement, trademark infringement, what have you. But normally it's not the platform where in Europe it's a little bit different where they actually say that uh, the law provides that you can actually go after the platforms. So, of course, this has changed the entire business model and the way things are done uh, for streamers and you know companies like YouTube who profit off of you know videos and advertisements and, and you know viewership numbers. So, you know, because again, the more viewers you have, the more advertisements you can sell and the more expensive it's going to be. Now, so where does that leave uh, us as consumers and where does it leave the market? Well, what we're talking about here with the Consumer California Consumer Privacy Act or CCPA is that it's going to be applicable to companies like Netflix, Apple, Google, Disney, Amazon, and Instagram, and of course, Facebook, and specifically businesses that have gross revenue of more than $25 million, more than 50,000 customers, or where there's where more than half the revenue of the company is from uh, collecting and selling consumer data. So now again, notice that that's an or statement there. So in the law, the way this was drafted, it's not an and. So it don't have to meet all the elements. So either one, you know, one of those three prongs can can affect um, tons of companies. And what we're looking at, and specifically the arts and entertainment industry is at least 300 businesses in that context. And of course, the bigger ones come to mind. But then also, uh, in total, probably another 12,000 to 18,000 companies uh, that could be affected by this. And that was uh, pursuant to a Hollywood Reporter article. And they were referring to a Berkeley economic advising and research arm that uh, and report that was put out uh, via the attorney general uh, in California. So now the teeth to this law, meaning, you know, what's the enforcement here and sort of how does this work? Well, it's sort of a, a two-pronged approach. One is, is that, uh, and of course the attorney general is still taking comments on this and sort of talking about, we'll talk a little bit of, in a little bit about some of the, the downfalls of this law, but the you know, there's going to be again 300 entertainment businesses, and then 12 to 18,000 uh, general sort of businesses that are going to be affected by the CCPA. And uh, the two things are, you know, one is is that 
the CCPA includes a right to sue for security breaches, which allows courts to award damages of $100 to $750 per customer and per incident. So, of course, if we're talking about massive amounts of data, you know, let's say a million people, and it's done, you know, a hundred thousand times or whatever it might be, right? We're uh, we're looking at as some significant figures, even if it's just, you know, one ad to a million, you know, or uh, one ad to a million people and collected data on it, and they didn't follow the law. Well, I mean, a million dollars is still a lot of money to a business, but of course, you can multiply that out as it's per customer and per incident. So, you know, more people and obviously more incidents, that fee is going to go up. Now, the second part to this is that the onus is on the consumers to research the law, know their rights, and to take action to enforce those rights through attorneys. So, of course, this is going to definitely benefit attorneys, especially the class action attorneys. If they want to file some big cases against some of these big entertainment and other related companies, uh, and even sports companies, really, too, because if you got a sports team and you're collecting data, you know, from ticket sales or something, of course, you know, sports teams and franchises are going to be affected by this as well. Now, one of the downfalls of the law, or sort of the criticisms, I guess, would be a better way to put it, is that you know that the the consumer has to do you know sort of the legwork in this. Well, that is true, uh, but it's also true that the attorney general has broad authority to uh, investigate and specifically the law says this, uh, the attorney general in California has the ability to investigate and to look at stuff like this a little bit closer. So there could be investigations, there could be fines handed down. Uh, so ultimately this is something that does have some teeth. And, and I think California probably was looking at Europe when uh, they, um, they passed this legislation. So, you know, this does add a needed layer of protection uh, for consumers and frankly, something that had not existed uh, previously, at least to my knowledge. And again, you know, da- data in itself is not all bad, but when you're using artificial intelligence and algorithms and these other things to specifically target people, you know, that can be unsettling and it can be, uh, for lack of a better word, you know, kind of creepy. And so, Dealing with that uh, is going to be a balancing act in terms of how companies continue to collect data because that is the sort of present. It is also the future. You know how they're going to collect data, how they're going to move, you know, cert, move, cert, move through certain things, and try to figure that out with their business models. Of course, it's going to add operational uh, and potential litigation cost operational because uh, it's a situation where you're going to probably have to build infrastructure in your company to um, handle this data and to follow the law and possibly even uh, do some things with um, cookies on your website and all that sort of stuff that I think is going to affect businesses and how they collect and interpret data and use it. Now, at the end of the day, again, you know, using data, data as a commodity is not a bad thing. I mean, you know, it puts customers in a position to where they have you know, can have potentially great suggestions on what to buy. It makes it things to, you know, easier to find things, gives folks less options. You know, sometimes options are not a great thing, but again, looking at this, uh, I think that um, it's definitely going to change the industry and it's something that I think was and is needed. And I think we're going to probably see a lot of states that are going to uh, follow this and, you know, uh, sort of looking at 
you know, it, it is interesting and going back to sort of the, the call of the question, if you will, and it's sort of what happens when privacy becomes you or when data, um, you know, becomes more important than the individual. I think it's something that's sort of a trend that's been going on. And I think the law kind of comes in to hopefully to uh, act as a barrier to that, to say, okay, it's great to collect data, but you have to follow this, you know, this sort of regulation, make sure you're not infringing on people's privacy rights, um, you know, or what have you, right? Because those privacy rights definitely apply in California and there's specific legislation for that, even previous to this California Consumer Privacy Act. So as we're moving forward, it's definitely going to be interesting to see how this plays out. It's going to see how the entertainment companies, um, you know, apply this to their business models. And it's also curious as we look at this from the consumer standpoint, you know, how are we as a society going to be okay with this in the sense of what is the line? Where is it that consumers stand up and say enough's enough? And have we reached that point? Uh, is this even an issue, you know, we're talking about, you know, it, is there even a juxtaposition between collecting data and, um, you know, is that data, that individual, and it, is it sort of like a philosophical question? And is it more important that we have individuals versus data? So it does bring up some interesting questions. And I think that this law tries to tackle that in terms of figuring out sort of how do you protect consumers, but also how do you um, sort of run a business and a successful one? And I think California um, has always been at the forefront of, you know, protecting consumers. And so we'll see how this affects business going forward. And, you know, uh, frankly, whether this is a good thing or not, and we'll see how it plays out in the marketplace. But I think we do have to applaud the legislature for being proactive, normally where, you know, things are done sort of in, in sort of hindsight or sort of going back over to cover up past wrongs, so to speak. I think California has done something good here. And I think that, you know, ultimately this privacy act uh, should protect consumers. And, and again, it's going to affect, you know, some of the most popular and some of our favorite companies uh, that do a lot for us in terms of, you know, making life a little bit easier. But, you know, again, that comes at a cost, right? Because the more, the more that you use a certain company, the more data that you're giving up, it, you know, it presents issues. And, you know, this is going to affect, you know, entertainment companies, media companies. So think, you know, the Netflixes of entertainment, the media companies like, you know, uh, even this new Fox bet company that's sort of looking at data analytics from statistics and, you know, how people gamble, when they gamble, how they gamble, where they gamble, all those things. And of course, in the sports space, specifically with franchises, is, you know, what happens? What happens when they collect data from ticket sales and they try to sell you on uh, their products? I mean, this happens all the time, right? You sign up for something or put your, you research something and next thing you know, you're getting ads for, you know, where to buy the best shampoo, you know, whatever it might be. But, so again, folks, this was uh, episode uh, 22, and uh, today is Monday, uh, December 2nd. Hope you had a great Thanksgiving holiday, um, and we will be back uh, next week with another topic. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. 
Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.